the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 227 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. I'm Chris. How's it going? Last week, I sounded, I thought that I sounded really uh, down. But uh, when I heard it back, when I edited it, it wasn't too bad. But in my head, <laughs> while I was doing it, but I do it a lot. I, was, I shot a video the other day and I feel really happy and I'm doing this video, I'm talking to the camera. And then when I go back and watch it, I don't seem as happy in my in real life as what I am in my head. Yeah, I know. So, it's, it's like he was smiling thing. It is. He That's doesn't right. smile photos. He was, I thought I was smiling. No, no don't. No, 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 no. it is. It's the same smiling. thing. <laughs> this week has been a mixed bag because obviously we've had a whole sprinkling of uh, public holidays everywhere. Some of us. Yeah, some of us. <laughs> some so, of us had to work. Some of us just work right through. It doesn't matter. But. Yeah, uh, I had days off, put it that way. <laughs> No, it was good. It was good. Hey, let's start with a, a good news story, eh? Okay, what? Peter Tabici. Peter Tabici, what did he he's do? He's a Kenyan science teacher. He got a global award for nurturing the minds of future generations and addressing global learning crises. He always uses ICT and lessons. He's been teaching for 10 years and he uses the tech to keep students interested. I think they're about um, 10 to 12 years old, that yep. sort of age. I was going to make uh, a joke so, there, yeah, but I won't. He won a million dollars. Global Teacher Award, best teacher in the world. What? Good on him, eh? So um, he's some... going to use all that money on the students because he's 36 old, years old and he's a Franciscan monk. Of course um, he is. So he puts 80% of his income into supplies for his students, so he's going to do that. With Who, uh, obviously someone submitted him to it. Like he didn't, I don't know, see? Who knows? These are the little details that I want to know. I'm like that it with didn't every... didn't have that in this. No, I'm just story. like that with everybody... But I just thought it was a good one to start off on. Good on you, Peter. Good on you, Peter. Two thumbs up from the Chris and Sam podcast. Yeah, you've made it now. You've been on the show. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, but maybe mm. actually we could. We I'll put his name obviously in the uh, show notes and link to the story. So when he searches for his name or the kids do, we'll get more podcast listeners. Woohoo! Because uh, we don't really know who listens to this, but. <laughs> Hello to all the new people that seem to be downloading stuff. Yeah, we, we seem to uh, be growing quite a bit, and it's um, sort of scary. Uh, <laughs> it's scary when they decide to t- if they ever turn up here randomly and want to be in an episode. That's the scary thing. I tell you what, here's something um, I wanted to talk about too. And this, this is a little old now. This is a week or two old. Oh, but, um, oh no, get know, rid of you it. Know, you know, you know. But um, what what gets me is just. Who does these lists and why? So the the headline, this is from Radio New Zealand, was Fortune Names Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern Second Greatest Leader in World. And I'm like, okay. Okay, so who who, who do you think of as great leaders? Like Mahatma Gandhi, maybe Winston no, no, Churchill? No, I'm, ass- I'm assuming Trump's you know, at the top because he's paid someone to do something. No, no, no. Oh, he's not, not at the top. Actually, no. Well, I didn't say that. Um, the first thing you do think is, oh, who better? Like, you're, yeah, you're no, that, that's right. what I'm thinking it's, it's right exactly now. Who is it? Thing. Who was it? Um, Anyone we know? Yes, it is. Bill and Melinda Gates. Oh, okay. So just yeah. as a leader as opposed to... Yeah, and it's a current leader. It's somebody doing something currently. Oh, right? okay, okay, okay. So um, they got it because the pair have managed to fund $45.5 billion towards the treating illnesses around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Well, well done. done. But then the third 
This is why I'm like, oh, these lists okay. mean nothing. Who? Well, I mean, I'm reading all about his work at the moment. Trump, isn't it? Oh, Mueller. Yeah, Robert Mueller was third. Uh, and I'm like, mm, okay, it's, it's a speech they, as a leader, about, isn't it? It's a leadership thing. Oh, is yeah, what he's okay. doing. Okay. He's sticking to his principles and he's doing his thing without it. But yeah, I'm like, okay, um, okay, all right. So those, that's the only three it mentions in the Radio New Zealand uh, yeah. version. But um, I was just like, okay, but I do think Jacinda did pretty well. And so she's getting a lot of publicity around the world, obviously. So she's going to be rolling in the dosh later. Oh, and somebody, I don't know if you saw it, there was a big thing about. She's the second highest paid prime minister in the world or something. What? Really? Yeah, well, huh. in, in the top 10 anyway. And so she makes $470,000 a year. Which is less which than is a, a bunch of CEOs. Which is a lot CEO. of money, it but is. it's not... It's less than some CEOs, like the, you know... Oh, yeah. The Sully Fonterra guy, or, you know, runs it into... So the, the most uh, well-paid yeah. was... Oh, God, I'm going to get it wrong now. It's Taiwan, Singapore, or Hong Kong. One of those three. I yeah, okay. forget which. Okay. Were, uh, probably Taiwan, and it's 2.3 million. Yeah, of course. Which you know, that's a fair. You know, that's a lot of public service money. But um, now we're... she gets paid more than Trudeau, <clears throat> and more than Macron, and more than. Um... But we're talking about legitimate, like you know, uh, first world countries, like third world countries and stuff, aren't going to give that figure out, are they? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 Kim Jong-un's yeah. not going to go, oh, yeah, guess what? I make $20 billion a year. <laughs> yeah, but true. But still, it's, it's interesting because I didn't think New Zealand was paid that highly. 470 I think, is a, an okay figure to pay the Prime Minister. I don't know. I think, who'd want that job, for God's sake? I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, anyway. So, uh what is, was, do you know what her background is? Obviously, John Key was an investment banker and did all this stuff and was all over the world. So when he I think steps, she was always in politics, right? I think so. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to... Yeah, I suppose she'll go down the path of like what Helen Clark's sort of doing. I guess. Maybe. I guess. And, and she has the... Now she's got the... What do you call it? Profile. Yeah. The visibility yeah. profile to I do guess that. so. Mm. Anyway, what do you got? Keanu Con's happening. I already love it. I already love it. Yeah, we're... When? How much do I have to pay? Well, take my money. Well, this is <laughs> this is the thing. Uh, so they they're, they're screening a whole bunch of movies, obviously that are Keanu uh, oh, Reeves have been in. Oh, I thought he was going to be there. Uh, no. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know if he's going to be there. But the uh, the folks at the Matchbox Cine Club, they are the independent exhibitor, which were behind the Cagerama event, which honoured the work of Nicolas Cage. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's happening in Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah, probably not going to go then. So, I'll be to Glasgow. <coughs> I don't really want to go back. You don't want to go back? It sounds, <laughs> no. It sounds not, like you're not, not allowed back. It's not that bad. Uh, just I'm unfit and I need to get back, sharpen my skills before I go back to Glasgow. <laughs> I don't think I'd roll with a punch very well now. No. So anyway, uh, a whole bunch of things. And the reason I put that was because I... There's a video that just came out on YouTube, and it was with one of those, uh, one of the big magazines, like uh, GQ, maybe? One of those ones. And it was really cool, because Keanu Reeves was there, and he was talking about his motorcycle company, and motorbikes in general, and just why he loves them so much. And basically, he wanted this guy who had a bike shop to build him a custom bike, and they built this amazing frame, and they jammed a Harley-Davidson motor in it. 
And then after that, he was like, that's so good. Let's start a company. And they made Arch Motorcycles. And uh, that's what he does with this guy. And the guy runs the shop in that. And Keanu sort of helps with testing and all this sort of stuff. And he actually had the green Ducati there that they used in the Matrix. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so there's a couple of the bikes there. I'm just showing Chris. Oh, nice. But it was really good. And you could just see the passion. And he sort of talked about some of the films where he's ridden a motorbike in. Yeah. But his, you, it's like he's just... I'm pretty certain he's just doing films so he can just play on motorbikes. It was so good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, because uh, you don't know, but in uh, one, one of the days in Easter weekend, I watched John Wick and John Wick 2 on Netflix, one after the other. Well, I did know that because you were watching it and I asked you what you were doing. Oh, okay. I thought that was Xavier that asked. Oh, I I'm, I'm, was, I'm, I'm very worried that... Uh, very... I was drinking also. <laughs> yeah, that answers that. I also watched John Wick 1 and I'm halfway through 2 because mm. I thought I'd watch it. Yeah. Um, oh, so I, I put something on Facebook. This is on the notes. I put something on Facebook um, the other day because I was like, oh, so is... Because I was getting confused with all the uh, uh, Marvel things. Sam's just grinning that I'm no, confused. No, no, carry on. This is a with great story. The... Yeah, what, what, are we, what are you confusing? With John well, Wick now with I remember Marvel? it's called um, Infinity War. It was the Thanos one. All I could remember was it was the Thanos one. So I'm like, okay, so Endgame, is that, uh, is that the sequel to Infinity War? Because I thought Thanos had won. I thought it was done no, deal, finished all it, over. It is the sequel. Eh? Yeah, apparently it is. And, um, and my question was, do I have to watch Captain Marvel before I watch Endgame? And is yeah. Endgame worth watching in the movies? Yes. As you can imagine... There was a vigorous debate. <laughs> there was a lot of response because of the people we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely I have to watch the movies. And ideally I'll watch um, Captain Marvel beforehand. Well, I've had... Not necessary, but... And somebody said, if you just think of Captain Marvel as Superman, you'll be fine. Okay. So uh, I've, I've decided that to keep up or to figure out what the hell's going on, and I haven't seen half these movies... I'm watching them in the order, in conclusion with all the TV shows, so I know what's happening in the whole Marvel Universe. Oh, good luck with that. It's going to take you six months. No, no, no. I, well, I can watch three movies a day at work. Oh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> so, no, uh, I've, uh, you start off with uh, Captain America, the first yeah. Avenger, whatever. Uh, now I've got to watch the first two seasons of Agent Carter, and then there's a whole, and then Iron Man, and then it goes on forever. I've got yeah, this massive it list. It's great. And there's some movies and things I've never heard of in my life. There's I know. Movies... I, I, I started looking into this like six... I think I started looking into it before Infinity War, going, oh, I should catch up on everything before I watch yeah. Infinity War. And then I was like, how many of these Iron Man movies did I miss? Because I didn't know that. I thought there was two. There's a third one, but... Yeah. yeah. No, there's these other ones. There's like a Marvel... Oh, I can't remember what it is. It's got like young kids in it. Never heard of it before in my life. God. So uh, anyway, I, um, I'm i going to go to Captain Marvel, I think, on Monday night because it's the only night it's showing. I've, I, I went Captain through this Marvel morning. or Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Because it's like there's zero showings in Hamilton today and tomorrow. And that, is that? Oh, okay. Because um, they're all showing in-game. So on Monday night, they're showing Captain Marvel again. Yeah. So I'm going to go and watch that first. And then I'm going to go and watch Endgame at some point. Very good. And then you'll be all up to the play with well, what's going yeah. on in Marvel. Pretty much. Pretty much. So anyway, uh, that was a, a sort of a divergence from where we were going. Oh, I didn't link to the giant potato. Oh, no, I did. 
What to do with a giant potato, Chris? What do you do with a giant potato? Make giant chips. Well, <laughs> so I'll, I'll start this again. A giant fake potato. Oh, uh, oh. So, well, you, you, you find a town that doesn't have a giant carrot or a giant can of LMP or a giant trout, and you go, hey, Dargaville. <laughs> no, so this giant potato is 28 feet long, 12 feet mm, wide. 28 feet long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say like six. No. Holy crap. No, no, I'll show you. Hang on. So the, the Idaho Potato Commission <laughs> got this created to promote the noble vegetable. For six, oh, of course, Idaho is the potato. It is known yeah, potato. Of the that's States, right. right. I actually randomly follow a potato machinery manufacturer on Instagram, and it's very interesting. They yeah. get this potato harvesting machine from somewhere, like they get it back and they strip it all down and rebuild it, and then they're at a uh, an event, and I don't know if it's just for potato growers or if it's like field days that we have here. Yeah. But they're showing it and they're like, we completely rebuilt it. Here it is here. And like, get in now if you want it. Because if we have to build another one, you know. Anyway, so these guys built this giant potato and it toured around the US for six months. Oh no, sorry, six <laughs> six years. Six years on the back of a well, giant see, semi. That's, um, that's getting your money's worth out of a giant potato. No, but then Christy Wolf, a small home developer, goes, hmm, because it's just sitting around now. What are we going to do with it? Boom, turns it to an Airbnb. $200 a night, stay in the potato. Oh, that is genius. And the thing is, it looks really nice on the inside. Holy shit, that's pretty cool. So when I win Lotto, got nothing else to do, and have gone completely crazy. No, no, no. Giant pumpkin Chris of New Zealand, live in the pumpkin. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no, that it sounds was... good. That sounds good. <laughs> you might have to go over and stay in, that, in the giant potato just to check it out. That's right. Uh, oh, this other thing I saw this week, it was great. This, um, <clears throat> obviously, social media influences are, you know, amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sam loves them. Well, no, it's always interesting because last week we talked about the one that got all upset and was crying. This week, someone called Gabby Hanna, I have no idea who she is. She's actually got a very long video on YouTube. It's like 20-something minutes long. Uh, Coachella was on recently. Yeah. And she got sick of all the social media influences. So Coachella is just a dance party. Music type. festival. Music festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she, so these people are like social media influencers are going, I'm going to Coachella. I've got to buy all this stuff. And it's not what it used to be. And now it's all these, you know. It's all the pretentious people just but, hanging out there. Yeah, yeah. So she faked going to the music festival. And owned up to it and showed everything behind the scenes of how to do it. She had all these photos. So that's that's Photoshop. She's not actually there. But when she does it, she was like saying, okay, if I take this photo, they're going to realize that there's not other angles of that photo. So we have to move around. And yeah, and then she had all these different, um, she had to work out what she was wearing, what she was doing. And she goes, oh, here I am at Coachella. It's amazing and all wonderful. And all these people lapped it up. Oh, you're amazing, wonderful, rah, rah, rah. And then she's like, oh, by the way, actually, it's all fake. And she does this big, long video on how fake it is. Yeah, it was. That's pretty cool. It was interesting. Was there, did you learn anything from the video? Because uh, I'm thinking that'd be just worth watching just if you're interested in making videos. No, not too much. It was sort of quite a high view sort of thing, but oh, yeah. um, it was it was sort of easy. It was good to see how easy it was to manipulate people, especially if you've already got followers. 
Yeah. And and the, the main takeaway was don't believe everything you see on the internet. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got something I've written down here called the Snow White story. Oh, good. I put no links in there and no, nothing no. else. Oh, no. No, no it, it, take, it, it takes a while. Sorry. The links are taking forever to pop up for some reason. Yeah, my description did. So, uh, Winira Abdullah had yeah. her four-year-old son in her arms when the car was hit by a bus in the United Emirates. Okay. For the next 27 years, she was 27 years? What, the kid was? She was in a coma. Sorry, the girl. Hang on. The woman. The mother. The mother. How, okay. Had the kid in their arms. So I assume she was a passenger in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she goes into a coma. Yeah. She had a four-year-old son in her arms. She was hit by a bus in the UAE. For the next 26, 27 years, she was in a coma. Yeah. Last week, she woke up, and the first word she had uttered was the name of her son. Whoa. So that's interesting on its own, but it yes. went into a bit more depth. And okay. And it really isn't a one-moment thing. So these guys have been working with her for 27 years, right? About eight or nine years ago, didn't say specifically, um, she would, her eyes were open and they were glazed, like non-focused. But if her son came in the room, who is now a lot bigger than four, <laughs> that's how time works. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> really? We should discuss that later in detail. Uh, she would focus on him. She wouldn't focus on anything else but him. Yeah, and, and they said, so finally, she's communicating now. Um, she is handicapped and will require ongoing care. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, I'm up. I'm no. good. I'm, yeah, it's not the movies, right? But um, <laughs> but at least now she can communicate and she's uh, aware. But that's it's amazing, eh? 27 yeah, years. Holy they, crap. They asked the question on Reddit. Uh, someone said, if I was put into a coma at the age of 12, I think it was, but I was in the coma for 20 years, when I woke up, would I still be 12? And these experts chimed in and they said, no, actually, you go a bit backwards. You'd probably come out as a three or four-year-old right, over time because of the degradation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, it was interesting. And these people got real specific on it. And they were like, they said basically your brain withers away like any other muscle yeah because those synapses aren't firing yep yep, and usually they are brain dead for such a long period of time so it's pretty awesome i would imagine she'd need to relearn to speak yeah and all the rest of that that. i i i also think that's probably what they've been doing for the last at least 10 years what makes you um is is getting her trying to interact with her and getting her brain working yeah i mean she's hearing yeah exactly even if she's not responding she's hearing her brain is being exercised so yeah that's, that's right fascinating hey chris i've got a kickstart or drop kick for you this week oh, yeah. hey i know that you probably have a lot of hand puppets somewhere do you <laughs> no i don't i Are don't sure? but i should I well, no that. i don't think you should it sounds I even should. creepier than if you said you did <laughs> what are you i should no no i should i think that was okay <laughs> this has gone weird <laughs> if you do have a bunch of hand puppets and your hand isn't in them all the time do you know what you could probably get for them well there's a kickstarter for it and you should get them chris puppet guts <laughs> they're knitted guts Oh my you, god! That, yeah, that these people want to create. <coughs> uh, they want uh, seven thousand four hundred twenty New Zealand dollars, or the equivalent. They've only got seventeen hundred, and the concept is: um, what do you do with your your puppets when you're not using them? Well, you need to put some puppet guts in them, and uh, the puppet guts have got eyes, a, a brain, brain, heart, stomach, colon, liver, and lungs, and they're all knitted, 
And for some reason, they come in the nice coloured version, uh, which you can see on our show notes, the Chris and Sam podcast.com, or there's a pure white version. And you stuff the them white in, one's cheaper? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking into it that detail. I don't, I don't know why it would be cheaper because it's the same amount of time to knit the freaking things. Well, I didn't say they were cheaper. You just did. I know, but why would you even bother with the white ones? Oh, exactly. I don't know why you'd want white. But anyway, uh, they're all hand-knitted. The ghost puppet cuts. They, <laughs> they, yeah, maybe. So, look, there are examples Cookie Monster and there's his puppet cuts coming out. So people may, you know, I don't know. We'll see if that gets funded. But there's um, nothing for their arms. So they're going to have floppy arms. Well, see, I'd prefer it, I think. I suppose it'd be hard to do. But a, like a little knitted skeleton, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Not, not, you not got a thir- fan. You got thir- I, I, I think that's a drop kick. Are you sure? You've got 34 days to uh, back that if you want. Check out Kickstarter Puppet Guts. Yep. Um, and no, just because it's 34 days doesn't mean this is what I'm doing when I leave to Gilmore's. I'm not becoming a puppet guts knitter. It's not a backdoor uh, career uh, affiliation through uh, the Chris and Sam podcast. No, it's not. Um, how not to be a politician. This this cracked me up today. So one of the, and I've forgotten the guy's name. It doesn't matter. One of the, <laughs> okay, I'll find it later maybe. He's one of the richest men in Taiwan. Yeah. He owns a company that assembles iPhones, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so he's just thrown his hat into the ring to be the uh, in the pres- prime minister pr- presidential race, whatever, whatever it is have. in, in yeah. Taiwan, right? And so but what happened was he announced, uh, didn't bother telling his wife, she stormed off really upset that he announced. And then um, some people in the media commented and he said, you don't let the harem decide what you do, which has got a bit of backlash. <laughs> and so in terms of how to be a politician, this is how not to be. Yeah, I mean. How not to start your political career. Oh, no. <laughs> crack me up. Well, you don't let your harem decide a, what you do. Oh. A, a for effort, <laughs> D for execution. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Hey, uh, I got a new phone this week and a feature that my old phone had which I thought was cool, but I didn't use all the time, but I thought it was good to have on this phone, which doesn't have it, is the ability to schedule text messages. You can schedule text messages ahead of time, and it just yeah. does it. And so we, But we, you can get an app for them. Yes. Well, I found an app. It's called Pulse, and it's for Android, and it's really good. Basically, I had one years ago. Yeah, yeah. There's heaps of apps out there. All right. But this Pulse app's a bit different. It can do a whole bunch of stuff. So there's two brothers created it. One of them works for Google. The other one's really clever, runs this company, and they sort of know what they're doing. Basically, this Pulse app, uh, I can text, I can schedule, and uh, but the cool thing is it lets me text from any other device as well. So on my computer, my if I get a text message, it comes up on my computer screen, and I just reply to it on that. Oh, wow. Instantly and on the thing. So all the messages on your phone, the SMS that you're sending through this, are all getting synced to the cloud, uh, encrypted, end-to-end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And you can, yeah, it's pretty cool. So check it out. But the the thing that I do like, it is that you get a seven-day trial. And then after that, their pricing, how's this for pricing? It's 99 cents for a month, $1.99 for six months, I think it was, $5.99 for a year, or... I paid eleven ninety nine American, which is about eighteen dollars for lifetime. 
But um, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Check it out. So you paid for life. Yeah. Okay, hopefully they stay around or you just wasted $18. <laughs> oh, I think no, I'm joking. No, no, but I think even if even if they went under in six months' time, I think eighteen dollars is still worth it. Yeah, yeah, for all yeah. the stuff I oh, can, yeah, no, for for sure. stuff I can do with it. I've got something down here: the time traveling busker. I just thought this was awesome. It's um, it's actually a what do they call them? A- improv group in I think New York. Oh yeah, and so they do a lot of street improv performances and this is one of their street performances and there's a video I'll I'll see of it but this guy comes onto the train so it's on the train it's being filmed by a couple of people you know on the subway with their phone or whatever and he's on the subway and he starts coming down he goes um I want some money, just uh, just a little bit of money to complete my time machine. I need to get some money to complete my time machine and everybody's sort of cracking up but and then the same guy comes in but with a beard and says don't make the time machine. Don't give him any money. And, That's awesome. And then, so one of the passengers uh, had given the money, and her doppelganger comes in and goes, "You just gave the money back. It's the end of the world. Here's <laughs> the money." And so there's like four sets of twins that are doing this. Wow! And of course, one of them that was like because they have a little interview at the end. She goes, "That's what broke me." He, the guy next to me, goes. You hardly ever see that many twins. And he went, she went, oh, of course, they're twins. Yeah, you're right, they're twins. And then this guy's twin turned up and he goes, I don't have a twin. And she freaked the fuck out. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah. he was in on it too. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't know that. Uh, that was really good. You also it's want, so clever. You also want one set of identical triplets. <laughs> just, just to throw a mix in it that'd be good so yeah I thought that was brilliant I think that's great um, I've got a link to that but um, yeah we might put it in the show notes when I say we might Sam will decide whether he puts it in the show notes or not because the the YouTube video is there so you might be able to just pull the YouTube yeah yeah it. easy as check out our show notes I'll have it there uh, and something else I've just finished listening to is a podcast called Wild Thing uh, it's uh, this woman called Laura Krantz put together this podcast all about Bigfoot. This is what it's about. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's because her cousin, I think it was, cousin or uncle, cousin, Grover Krantz, was one of the preeminent actual scientific people looking into Bigfoot. Sorry, I, I've got to say, I think the Muppets have ruined the name Grover forevermore. Nobody can be called Grover ever again. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Actually, just on that point, and I know I'm interrupting, but um, the 50th anniversary of the Muppet Sesame Street, rather, 50th anniversary of Sesame Street, um, there's loads of videos around, and we'll put uh, one or two on the show notes as well, because they're worth watching. There's the... Uh, Westworld one, and there's Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. that I haven't watched yet. Somebody sent it to me, and I haven't watched it yet. Excellent. Uh, no, but so this whole podcast is very balanced. She talks to crazy, crazy people trying to find it or believe in it. It's called The Woo, when the crazy people think about it. And she talks to all these scientists that are just like, well, if it's there, okay, cool. Um, and they do some testing, and there's some cool stuff in there and that. And it was interesting because she was saying that back in the day, uh, Asia somewhere, the Europeans went in there and all the locals knew about apes and monkeys, but the Europeans didn't. And this guy saw one and tried describing it to people. Everybody said he was crazy. 
a decade later they went back and actually found one and then took it back to England and went, oh, that is actually a thing. It's pretty cool. Oh, uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> there, isn't, there isn't a Sasquatch or, or Bigfoot, though, eh? Don't know. Is there? Uh, so if you <clears throat> if you believe in it and you follow it, you're called a squatcher. That's the actual term of the person. But um, where are where are they actually? Do you know Do... Pacific Northeast and around there, all all oh, over yeah. the place? Um, yeah, I just wanted to know if it was a particular locale or if it was sort of no. They find them all over the place. Like they've even got chapters in Texas and for the groups. And of course, stuff. they've got chapters in Texas. But it's they probably come across the border at night. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But they spoke to the. There's only one guy living that was one of the two that filmed that. You know famous yeah the video walking, walking. Yeah. um and he they interviewed him and he talked about it and he got screwed out of all the money because he was busy working after they filmed it and the other guy who's now passed away he went touring with this video and doing the circuits back in the day and he just took this other guy and pretended the other guy was the main guy and he goes oh, i ended up suing him but you know what can you do so uh, interesting if you're into that sort of thing check it out actually just talking about podcasts i just started listening to it could happen here which is an american podcast by our friend robert evans um i say our friend because we both listen to behind the bastards so shout out to you robert good good job no you listen to us i'm sure (laughs) um but anyway um yeah yeah it's really interesting so it could happen here talks about um, a second civil war starting in the US and how that might happen. And he's got a lot of um, inputs from different professors and stuff like that. Yeah. What worries me, though, is like he's giving them a blueprint on how to do it proper. Um, yeah, if they, didn't, if they weren't thinking if they about like, it already. I don't know how to do this. Hang on, let me listen to this podcast. Oh, blow up all the pumping stations that pump water into the, uh, the rest of California because there's only 14 of them. Let's just do that. That'll wipe out all this. And then the domino effect will be this. Hmm. I wonder if he thought about any of that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh no, it's crazy. I guess it's all out there somewhere anyway, really. But but anyway, but it is quite a good listen to, I think, and it does remind you that everything we take for granted in civilization can break down really quickly. Yeah. So obviously, um Robert Evans has done uh journalist at work in I think it was Afghanistan and yeah, Mosul. Countries. Yeah, and so he's been in places where people still jump on the bus and drive to work, even though the bus has no windows because the mortar shells have blasted all the windows out of it. Yeah, and that's their normal day. And he said it's it is quite weird because you go to to you hang out with these people in a war zone, and they're like going to the post office and filling out doc, government documents because they've got to do it, and they stand in line and they do it, and it's just like everything else except there's gunfire. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite surreal. So um, I, I I recommend that. It won't be for everybody, but I quite enjoyed it. There you go. Check that out. Make sure to like and review ours as well <laughs> on Facebook yeah. or yeah. Or if you know how to work iTunes or whatever Apple crap you have to do, uh, <laughs> give us a review there. Uh, but that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. Fantastic. Uh, you got up to anything amazing coming up? Uh, don't know. I have 27 days left at work. Excellent. The countdown is on. <laughs> uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you
the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.